Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Civ Show podcast. We suck, so you don't have to. I'm your host, Moisas. Raising Zozo. And Astagmus here. And we have a we have actually a very exciting show for you today. Why? Because it is going to be a community day game this Sunday. And we're using this opportunity on this podcast to take the time to reveal who's playing. What civs will be in here as well, and talking just a little bit about uh, what the format is for the community day. So, Zoe, as the winner of last week, take mm-hmm. it away. All right. So, I don't think any of us could have predicted that uh, I would come away as the winner, as being the, the big underdog with that one. Um, but thanks to not invoking democracy, I won. So, uh, the format that I selected. Um, is a three-team free-for-all, okay? So we're going to have three teams of two, and uh, this is going to be <laughs> for our community this There time. is so much argument um, with this th- team free-for-all. Like, you know what, team you know what, though? Don't I, liked, I liked, <laughs> I liked the, um, the conscription. I like that name. I think I'll go with that, okay? We're, in the future, we'll call it conscription. conscription. Team's conscription. Right. So we will have three teams... And each one of the hosts of the Civ show has conscripted a member of the community that is best seen and not heard. Uh, they will not be joining us on the actual chat portion, um, but they will be representing uh, the the other players as human AI, as I like to call them, human AI. And uh, part of this draft would be that Moy would decide how we were going to draft from the community, and he did that. Mm-hmm. And Nystagnus was going to decide the map we chose. Now, I added to this conscription that, because uh, I didn't want to leave it to chance to whoever got to choose the map, that we would be using all current game modes. So we will be playing in an apocalypse, <laughs> secret societies, super shuffle, oh, no. cluster bleep of fun. Um, and uh, I'm I, I, pleased as punch. Is that? Do, do the kids still say that? I have literally even, no they, idea what you said. They don't saying. even know what punch is. Please just punch. Like the drink? Please just punch. Like punch? Shut up. All right. Wh- Damn what? Zoomers. That was a legitimate um, question. That's not fair. You can't just out me like that. What the hell? Um, but either way, so we have the map, I believe. Nystagnus, what map did you choose? You don't remember? So I, I did choose. I, I, don't, I do remember. I'm trying to involve <laughs> you. I'm trying to involve you. I, I have yammering. selected Inland Sea. Um, inland Sea. I've practiced some Inland Sea. Oh, it's, it's, it is it's actually fun. legit a cool, interesting map. It doesn't have the wraparound, big body of water, tons of mountain, and you still have all the climates. Um, so it is an interesting map. So, so very, very good. And of course, um, Moisas has selected our, our drafting or how we're going to choose. Uh, and we ended up doing a, uh, a random draft. Yeah. So we tweeted that out yesterday. We had everybody uh, represented as a card. It was like two through seven or something like that. And we randomly picked a card and we got random uh, people from the community. So should we reveal that now or, 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 or you should no, finish your format, finish your format. And then. Uh, let me, let me finish the format. So, so part of this. Okay. So the conscription is obviously we each have a team member that uh, will be joining us now to select our sieves. I believe the term that we have discovered is called a snaking draft. 
<laughs> snaking draft. Uh, I, I I look at it as like the Catan draft. This is how you play Settlers of Catan or, or fantasy sports. Yeah, okay. it is. Yeah, it okay. is how you play. It is so how you choose Catan. Those who know Settlers of Catan uh, now, it's very mainstream now. It's been on uh, Big Big Bang Theory and all that. You guys want to watch us play? Play that one time. Set oh, I thought game. you meant Big Anyways. Bang Theory. Oh my God, I rolled my no, eyes. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> um, so how how the the, the the Catan draft works is I being the winner of the game, I am Team One. So Team One will draft a sieve. We will choose a sieve, and then Team Two, represented by Moy, uh, will choose a sieve, and then Nystagmus will choose a sieve, and then choose another sieve. So he gets to choose two sieves for his team. All right, it'll go back to Moy, who will get hit the second sieve for the team, and then back to myself for the final pick. Uh, and then those will represent the team. So I'll end up playing one and, and my partner another and so on and so forth. Uh, so that is that. It, it, it seems complicated. It's not, though. And, uh, <laughs> and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, with that said... Why don't I open? Let's with go. Telling you, let's go. Let's who's going to be? Let's do it. Okay, so your your this is what season two are we calling this? Is this? Season two. Yeah. This is season two. Yeah. All right. So for your opening champion team, team one, <laughs> going into this, it will be none other than raising Zozo and his his old punching pal of a pal, punching bag of a pal, <laughs> Vector Cat. Uh, representing uh, representing Team Zoe. Zoe and Vector Cat, Team 1. Yay, Vector Cat! So for Team Moisos, a.k.a. the new upcoming champions of uh, Season 2, uh, they, they have a strong, strong duo. Uh, really looking forward to playing with this person in particular, and it is going to be... <laughs> The Shockstar! And I'm super excited. I'm so Whoa. excited to play with him. We've we've been knocking down so many different ideas on who to play, who who we think you guys are gonna play, and how to counter it. Like he, we are going hardcore into this, and we are going guns blazing, no mercy. If you get eliminated within the first hour, too effing bad. We are coming for next. Yeah, baby. Wow, wow. That's, you wow. guys are super serial about oh, yeah. this, huh? Oh, yeah. Super serial. <laughs> oh man, me and Vector Cat just hoping to have some fun. Jeez, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. What whatever, man. <laughs> you guys are not looking for fun. <laughs> the The fun team is my team. That's my team. Oh, yeah? Team fun, team fun. Scrappy underdogs. Uh, the team Nystagmus here. I will be paired up with none other than Luminescent Ruby. Yeah. Uh, has won the draw the play with uh, the fun host. I'm the fun host. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> All right, so this is how I'm going to select a sieve. All right, here we go. Moy, Moy will then choose his Nystagmus 2 back to Moy back to me. Okay, so we should have talked to our teams ahead of time so we have an idea of exactly what we want to do. All right, so I will open, gentlemen. Right. Uh, and I'm really excited about this sieve because uh, especially if it, if it is me that ends up playing in it because we're not going to tell you who's playing which one. Of course not. Uh, because I've never actually played this sieve before. Um, but I do believe it is one of those really fun, awesome sieves. And on this map in particular, should be very useful because it's so far apart. Uh, so without further ado, Team Win. Uh, sorry, I meant one. Team One. They okay. win one. Right. Take, take your pick. Yeah, it's in the past. Uh, it's first, never going to happen again. Our, 
Our first pick is Gran Colombia. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Look at that! Oh, Look at these guys! 100%. Look at them! Oh. No, no, no. Oh, no. This goes right into our plan. We kind of expected that this would happen. Yeah. Uh, we had we had a bunch of talks of how to directly counter Grand Colombia. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just say it right now. Sweden came to mind, but we opted out to not go for Sweden. So, spoiler alert, it's not Sweden, but we thought about it because we 100% were like, Grand Colombia is going to be chosen. Uh, so, the first team that is going to be representing Team New Win is... Bum, 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 bum. Russia, baby. We're going to go Ooh, for Russia. Oh, Russia. yeah. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. All right. Good choice, too, because I did notice, like, that there's a lot of tundra. There's a lot of ice. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking at that because you guys probably thought I was going to choose Canada, right? Nope. Right? Uh, no, no, no. 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 Actually, <laughs> I, I, I did not, not expect you to pick Grand Colombia, to be honest. I honestly expected you to come up the game, pick either the, the Mali or... Um, um, Georgia, to be honest, because you're playing with Vector Cat. <laughs> that was a meme. I was but, just kidding. You know, it's hilarious. You know, I'm not going to say anything. You know what? I'm going to say I'm, I'll, I'll make my comment after the fact because I don't want to throw off anybody's choices. I predicted that okay. combo, and he probably they're probably like, oh shoot, he knew. So they had to reach. You know what? For the next one, for the next one though, we should like take bets. You know, no, friendly bets on uh, 14 cent bets on uh, on who you think that the community thinks we're going to pick. That'd be good. Or or. We choose, we draft the sieve for the next person. So like, I would draft Nystagmus' team, and Nystagmus would draft Zoe's team, and Zoe would draft my team. Hey, hey, That'd if you cool. win, if you win, you can do uh-huh. that. You can totally do your your wacky idea. Okay. Um, right. Absolutely. All you have to do, win. That's it. Right. It's that simple. That simple. Why, why? Or be on <laughs> team win. That'll work too. No, your team won. Your team in the past. Get out of here. <laughs> We're past, present, future. There's no future tense for a so, Wait, wait, Moy, I missed you. What did you, who did you pick Russia. Again? I picked Russia. Ru- oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, Russia. Yeah, my bad. And I was kind of rushing through that statement there. I'm sorry. That that leaves uh, the Team Fun. Uh, team Fun, we have a, uh, actually, we ended up ranking six sieves. Damn, okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, just, just to be on the safe side. So our first pick um, is actually uh, important for uh, the new uh, kind of update for August. So we'll be kind of uh, doing that. So our first pick is going to be Scotland. Yes! Oh, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so oh, happy. Nice, That's awesome. Nice. I played Scotland today. More okay. on that in the second part I, of this especially episode. Especially with the new amenities. Yeah. 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 That's that's really cool. Okay. And then you got to choose so it's another gonna be, one. It's going to be relevant. It's going to be irrelevant. And it's relevant also because of my video that's coming out this week eventually um of uh the better know the leader which i do robert the bruce so uh it's gonna be relevant on two different levels can't beat how many relevant levels there are <laughs> <All right>. uh, <laughs> at least two at least two so then who are you picking as your second civilization it's round two of the draft here yeah, yeah round, round two, two of the draft so, no, it's all safe, right? I, uh, you, by the way, you did pick my, uh, you did steal my number one pick, uh, right? So I hundred um, percent knew. Was it me? I did. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah, you did. Yeah. did. Yeah, I'm like me and Sharks yeah. is like Nastangus is gonna pick either Grand Colombia or Germany, and so here's his next pick. Here it comes. Right, it's gonna be Germany. Oh. Yes, Germany is picked. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we are going with Scotland and Germany. Scotland and Germany. Interesting combo. Be, Interesting combo. Yeah, they, they they can both handle their beer. Yeah, uh, but uh, Scotland's got the whiskey, so 
I'm basing this all on, you know, what, what people can drink. Um, but we'll see. Whiskey and beer. All right. All right. Okay. Or, is, is Scotland Scotch, I guess. They, is, I, Ireland is whiskey and Scotland is Scotch. That sounds about right. I think that's I right. I think that's why it's called Scotch, right? Scotch. Yeah. yeah. Technically, Scotch is whiskey made in I know, Scotland. I know. I know. It's like champagne is sparkling wine made in champagne. <laughs> Um, but yes, we yeah, have a we have true. a very we have a very interesting uh, uh, dual team. Yeah, there, but like, I'm uh, trying to figure out like why you paired these together and like Scotland and so Germany. What I see it, I can see it, I can see it, I can totally. But go ahead, give, uh, unless you want to give your explanation after we choose our sieves, though we don't suddenly pivot. Okay, true, 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 true. You true. revealed okay, your secret. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. But we'll start with Unistagmus. Um, so for my hour, hour team going to win uh pick or second pick is going to be this was a huge debate and we changed this so many times we are going to pick china as our second civilization oh, wow yes. i didn't see that coming i didn't see that coming who did, who did you think who did you think was going to be that second choice then if you didn't see that coming um i i put you on japan Oh, I thought that okay. I thought Japan was going to be uh, was going to be your your second pick. They were up there in the choices. They're up there. Yeah. So. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All right. China. So I have a theory of why you would have done that. And, and now that I now that I have that theory, I'm going to we'll have to do everything we can to stop you from uh, that particular exploit. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay. I, actually don't I, know I, I will have to tell you. Uh, uh, in my head, when I was trying to rank some of the the sibs that I want, I, I was really um, interested in what how the samurai vampire combo would work. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty <laughs> awesome. Didn't I even think, but. think about that. Didn't even think about that. But let's let Zoe pick his second civilization here before we get into the weeds of why we picked what we picked a little bit. Okay, okay. So for team win, team win one, okay, team win one, uh, our second pick that everyone is curious about. Australia, Australia, oh, Australia. That's a, okay. Huh. I think what I like about what just happened is I think that there was a lot of curveballs with the second pick. Uh, ch like China, I, I think I know why you did that. I think I, I think I get why you did China. Okay. Um, but, um, and Scotland. Okay. I can sort of see Scotland. Germany, though, is obviously the lead strong suit. Um, so I think all of us ended up taking like a, a primary that we thought and then a secondary that were like, well, that's not expected. What did you think I was going to do? Grand Columbia, I knew was going to be chosen, but yeah, your second, pick, the, your second pick, I was up, it was up in the air. I, I wasn't it's sure. It's the S tier of S tier sieves, right? Like, <laughs> so Australia, I what weirds me out is that like Grand Columbia wants to be aggressive, whereas Australia doesn't. So like, how is that going to work out? Where like it's either going to be like you're going to bait people into declaring war with your team, or you're just gonna you're just gonna wait essentially. Like, but like when Grand Colombia is active, they need to be active. And so that's where I'm kind of confused of like, 
maybe it's kind of like a protection until they get to the industrial until you get to industrial like australia is like going to protect them nobody declare war on on these guys until they get to the industrial and then once they're at the industrial then they can declare war and not even care and then go over and take over the whole team that's what i think is going to happen that's my prediction yeah yeah that sounds that it sounds like a prediction it definitely sounds but i i believe you're referring to that australia likes having war declared on them yes yes right just like Scotland enjoys having war declared on them. They want the liberation. They want something conquered, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, Australia, though, is a, and I think this is kind of why you chose China, uh, is a remarkably productive civilization. They're, they're one of the top tier production civ- civs. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention that, uh, you know, they can, they can get the food going too. So they can have some nice beefy cities that do very well on maps that might not have rivers and, and water everywhere. Right. So are we also going to reveal like which of our teammates is going to be playing who? No, I don't need to. I don't think you need to. You, you can. Do you want to? We can, if you want, if you guys have already decided, I think this, th- Nystagnus was going to lead the way, though. I'm sorry. I got to. So now, Nystagnus, you've heard everything. Um, do you care explaining why you chose your civs? So I know that you guys got like really into your like whole strategizing. And again, this is the fun team, right? Okay. Basically, uh, 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 Ruby and I just asked each other, what is your favorite three civs to play? And we ranked our three favorite civs in alternating orders between each other. <laughs> right. That's that's literally like the conversation that happened. It here's, was here's that's what good. Goes, that's a good way to do it. It is. But here's what go through, goes through my brain right now. Here's what goes through my brain picking Scotland and Germany. Germany wants to take over city states. Scotland wants to defend city states. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> I Well, we all chose some somewhat counterintuitive choices i would think because china china has a very specific time that they do well and i know china very well i know you know china i I demonstrated how to play china to perfection (laughs) that that foreknowledge my friend will be your downfall maybe maybe but but um I, we have ideas of like what else we had we would have picked. You want? Uh, I, I'll go through um, that. So we got to China in, in reality like last like, minute. Go yeah, ahead. in reality, that was our conversation. So we kind of had our three favorite civs, um, and I did, I just did that so that no matter what, if you guys picked one that was ours, we would always like no matter what, it would be uh, it would always end up that one that I picked. And one that she picked mm-hmm. was one of that one of the ones that were picked, so that we would each get one of our favorite sips. That's basically why I, we set it up that way. That's fair. Um, yeah. Right. So that way it wasn't like because I knew I would be making the decision on the spot, um, and that way um, we both got a sip that we like playing, and that way we both have fun. That's that's the goal well, of the sip show. I yeah, that's to have true. fun. <laughs> that's true. I wouldn't pick a sip that I wouldn't want to play though, for sure. The other ones we had in mind. Uh, if we didn't get Russia, we were gonna, we were gonna go for uh, Ethiopia, so that would have been our, our second choice uh, before China. And China wasn't even in our ranked, like even in a top five. Like we had, they were not even there. What we had instead was our number one before was Macedonia. 
Our number two was Gorgo. And our number three was Japan. And that's where that wow, Japan interesting, was there. interesting. But uh, okay. Hojo would have been good now that I think about it because if, if we picked two civs that are immune to their own respective uh, natural disaster and we're playing apocalypse mode, that's pretty good. Um, I didn't even think about that until you said it. And I was like, ah, damn, <laughs> too late now. So <laughs> how did you get to how did you get to G- Grand Columbia in Australia? How did you get there? Well, obviously, given that myself and Vector Cat, we have mass resources between the various communities that we represent outside of the Civ show. Uh, so we did some focus groups. Uh, we ran some simulations. Uh, Vector Cat does keep a quantum simulator computer uh, in his Mac. It's oh. like one of the one of those various Mac apps. Uh, it tricks your computer into thinking it's a quantum computer. You know, Dang. Um, so one and a zero so, at the same time. How is that possible? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it creates all possible realities, and 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 so we we went through this method. And uh, we, we we decided that uh, Grand Columbia was our number one. We're going to lead with that. Um, and that was that was two part uh, because in most of the universes that we collapsed and destroyed, they made Nystagmus cry when we chose it. <laughs> um, so that was that was an important factor. Um, and then the, the secondary factor being that uh, Grand Columbia is just a, a, a fantastic sieve. And since this map does not wrap around, we're talking about far away distances. Uh, it seemed to make sense uh, that we go for some some high maneuverability. Um, and then, so our we we knew that our second pick wasn't going to get back around to us. We knew that that was not going to happen because our second pick was Germany. Um, oh my! I if we could have had, Colombia and Germany. <laughs> if we had Colombia and Germany, oh, oh, the the beauty that we would have shown you. We would have shown you guys how Civ is played. Okay, um, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, and you know, it's interesting. Australia didn't become. It wasn't one of our opening uh, second uh, after Germany. After Germany, originally was Japan, um, but then you know. We, we got to talking and just looking at the, the, the situation and we wanted high production. We wanted to go and have that there mm. was uh, okay. the, the backing would be high production. And Australia has the advantage as well that, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe there's an early war. OK, but then maybe there's peace and now we can plan and plot. And if you declare war uh, now, I wasn't exactly sure with teams if you declare war on one i was assuming it triggered war with the yep. other yep. It um, does. Yeah. so all of mm-hmm. those things would trigger um so so that gave us sort of a early war late war you know we could we could change places between uh who's going to be the jerk um <laughs> and then given given that we're doing um uh, the inland sea if you look at the inland sea map there are Lots of tiles where there's either water's not nearby or things like cattle are very prominent. Cattle and horse are very, very prominent. So those outback stations are going to become uh, very, very useful. And Australia, just in general, is a very versatile sieve. Yeah, um, I like your combo. So, I like that combo. It's yeah, good... I think I think I think it'll work. Uh, it'll work really, really well. Uh, so Australia was our our after Germany was our next up. Um, now because we knew that there would be five other drafts after we chose or four other drafts after we chose. We went and did, we did toast six. 
Um, so we went Germany, Australia was the next runner up, then Japan, um, then Hungary. Okay, so Hungary was up there. Hmm. Uh, okay. And that was um, acknowledging that city states on this map as well are pretty important, even though they're 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 regional. Um, but being able to suddenly levy an army, we thought would be really really useful. Uh, so, uh, you know, on on the spur. And then I think to Hungary's uh, special unit, you get that around the same time that you get the colombian mm, special unit so true. that was like would have been a nice double strike yeah. um and then our final gut if everything got picked um we originally did Cree, and then i i, I was like well they're not gonna be making alliances with us i don't i don't think they're gonna you be can make your like, own we, we can have an yeah. alliance yeah, yeah. but uh, so we dropped the Cree, and we went with ethiopia uh, uh as our as our final if for some reason you guys chose our other ones but I'm very pleased we got our our third pick out, and I think uh, we will show you guys uh, how this game is played with Grand Colombia okay. and Australia. Okay. This is the first time that someone other than Nystagmus is playing Grand Colombia, so that'll be very interesting. I know. Yeah. I, know. Uh, uh, I, I actually, I think I played them three times. You played them three times, and you won on the third time. <laughs> you know, Nystagmus, I, I've done a, little pra- a couple practice games with them, and they kind of remind me uh, from uh, Twilight Imperium. They kind of remind me of the I think it's called the the Sarnor, the bug guys that mm. have a very simple bonus. They because in, in Twilight Imperium, in a best board game ever, it's super complicated. Take it'll take you a day to play. Best strategy board game ever. But this I think it's called the Sardak Nor. They're this guy. They just get plus one to everything. And they're such a simple sieve, and they're in in that game they're great because they're so simple. And looking at Grand Colombia, it really reminded me of just how critical something as simple as a plus one to everything um, can really can really drive a sieve uh, option way up there. So looking forward to it. Yeah, well, I think we all are looking forward to it. Let's take a little bit of a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about our thoughts on the new August update. And how the new how you have to rethink amenities. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Civ Show podcast. We suck, so you don't have to. Let's talk about the new August update. There was a lot of changes that were introduced: shuffle mode, new amenity system, Scotland having plus two amenities to their golf course. What is that? Uh, There's a lot to unpack in this update, and a lot of people have different opinions on this new update. Zo, uh, I know you're very eager to give your thoughts on the update, so please uh, entertain us, educate us. (laughs) I I sure am, Moy, and uh, let me tell you why. No, uh, this um, it's interesting because this was literally just like an update. It was like it, it, it kind of felt like just cleaning some things up and then adding modes that like it wasn't like uh, with the the previous two modes. It really changed all the game and like added things that were like with Apocalypse. These are new things. Very, very crazy with uh, the secret societies. These are new things, new graphics. Very, very crazy. With the shuffle, though, it seems like innovating the existing tech that they already have, the existing, when I say tech, I mean like programming that they already have, 
in a really awesome way. And I think what I really liked about it, too, when you looked at the developers explain it, the one developer, he was basically saying, like, when I was younger, I played this great strategy game and this is how it worked. So <laughs> I, I decided let's and, and like I if ever there was a time that I was in a you know, that would never happen because I don't know goddamn anything about computers. But uh, <laughs> if ever I was, you know, the lead, I would be like, well, yeah, there's this game Starcon 2 or, you know, I, uh, that I really like this feature. Let's do this. It'll it'll put them through some hoops. The shuffle. At first, it seemed like, OK, what's the big deal? Like, who cares? Like, OK, so you're shuffling it up. Um, but it's so unpredictable. Yeah, then you play and, it. Oh, yeah. Man. And it and it and it really it makes it that um, because there's no such thing as the prerequisites anymore, it's just like randomly things will appear. So it, it could be that after researching your first civic, for instance, that right away you unlock um, political philosophy. I think it's, it takes two political philosophy. I think it might take two steps. To get but you can get it really, really quickly, quick, yeah. um, or it can be really, really annoying, and you'd be like, "Oh wow, I got all these, uh, you know, camps. Let's see if I can get uh, Artemis." And it's like, "Nope, you're not getting archery. Sorry." It it does seem like it adds a lot of like uh, um, more randomness. Yeah. Game, so right? it, like, it, even like even you can't beeline even the prerequisites sometimes like a prerequisite there, there'll be a massive chokehold and so like it'll be like you need to get all six of these texts in order to get this next one and so it's like you so that you ha you can't skip like you need to get every single one of them it's crazy but i love it yeah it is and it, it is actually like it's so much fun that like i could see it like why would we turn this off yeah yeah um in the future i honestly think that uh uh, with the way the next game, I know we already talked about, but like, uh, I think Zoe set us up for um, a complete like, it's gonna be like a dumpster fire kind of, um, dumpster fire mainly 2. because <laughs> uh, it's apocalypse mode with secret societies and the shuffle mode, um, and no one's gonna be able to get computers probably in time, so everything's gonna flood. Um, now, good news is I'm the one who saved us from the dumpster fire because Inland Sea doesn't have a whole lot of flooded tiles. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, so, the truth comes yeah. out. Oh. <laughs> That makes sense now in hindsight. <laughs> that makes sense. The Stagmus actually learned something about the game. The Stagmus learned something about the game, and I saved the game next Sunday. That's that's all you have to know. <laughs> oh, you! I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. You know what? That's fine. Your little inland sea is not going to protect you from comets falling from the sky. Okay, <laughs> those are four area tiles blown up destroyed hey but, but he's team fun so he may purposely think of that. he may purposely pollute I, the world to make the others have no fun but he'll have a lot of fun you never know yeah well, what would you guys do if i picked like archipelago or something like that then everything oh, would flood <laughs> i i half expected that um but now in, in hindsight i'm like okay that was like if you chose that or like lakes that would have been okay so we don't have to worry at all about global warming okay that's fine. All right. Good. Cool, though. All right. You got one past me there, Nystagnus. That's a good uh, good response. All right. What else you, what um, else you got about this new update? So, okay. So the shuffle, very, very cool. And I, I, I honestly think we will see more of that in the future. I think so, too. Yeah, uh, it's sure. a great leveler. It's a great leveler. It, it, it really does even the game out. Um, okay. So the other big one that I think is actually really neat. Uh, and again, it's just such a simple thing to do. You've got all the, the programming there. Let's let you choose what natural wonders you can pick, okay? 
Uh, and I'm actually thinking that uh, we'll we'll have a little fun on uh, Sunday, and we'll let each team choose a couple Ooh. that will be no matter what in there. So maybe it's, it's, we each get three or something that's like not that. What it's it's not no matter what it's in there. It's not it, no it matter what. So how? Okay, okay. That. So here, let me it, let me it, let me it, it let me explain. Yeah. yeah it, so what it is is it it gives you the list of like fifty whatever natural wonders, and you can click off any of the ones that you want. And from the remaining list, it will draw from those randomly. Okay. So, but in theory, if say we turned off all but two each, you know, we would, or one each or whatever, whatever's on a small map. I think there's three natural wonders on a small map. We would be guaranteed to see them. Um, the funny thing is, though, on an inland sea map, Bermuda Triangle would be really stupid, but could actually, <laughs> maybe you could reach it and maybe. get the 10 science. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, so, so again, it's a very simple feature. And I think what I liked most about it was um, whether the game, obviously the game doesn't know, it's choosing these natural wonders randomly. Um, I, there's wonders I had never seen before. Yeah. Right? There was like and this arch, like, oh. or like, like in the desert that I didn't, I didn't know existed. Like it was. I've seen, I, I've seen that one, but there are ones that like I'm like, oh, I've actually never seen this before because I think there's like fifty or sixty there's like natural there's wonders. Like Thirty or twenty, but okay. Thirty. Oh, I like to exaggerate. <laughs> hyperbole is my thing. It's not twenty. It's more Hi- than hyperbole 20. is 30. your thing. Yeah. I think 30, yeah. Forty. Sure. I can say I can 35. say without hyperbole <laughs> that this is a million times better than boxing. Um, that's a, that's a Simpsons, Simpsons video game quote. Um, but no, like, so, but there's also a lot of stupid natural wonders that are just like, this is garbage. This is a, this is a dumpster fire. Um, and by the way, guys, all of this, all the dumpster fire, this is all for me to get the emoji. I don't want to do trash fire. I want a dumpster fire emoji. <laughs> That's team wins next big goal. I tell you what, if you um, win this, if you win this, I'll make it for you. Okay, and I'll put fire. it. I'll put it, and I'll replace Ding Ding even in uh, the Twitch chat, no, so all of our no, subscribers can have lose, the dumpster fire lose, emote. You can't lose Ding Ding. Well, How do we get more emojis? We need more subscribers. See, that's my goal. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do here. Okay, right. So I'll put it in tier. Um, <laughs> I'll put it in the tier two slot. So you need to pay like ten dollars a month in order to get it. But if we unlock a new go. one, that'll be the next one. How about that? Dumpster okay. fire next in line. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, so yeah, this will be cool. Uh, I hope that we do have a little fun with it. Uh, we could probably even throw it out to the community uh, if there's ones that they want to see, as opposed to one, or or even ones they want removed. Uh, and we'll make a nice tight list of cool natural wonders. So that is a neat feature. Do you guys have any thoughts on the natural wonder? I honestly, it's like I'm sick of seeing the same ones pretty much over and over yeah. again, or even like the ones that I know are just absolutely useless. And I'm like, okay, I, I hate Cliffs of Dover. I hate this one. Uh, this one, that one sucks. And so I picked ones that one I've never seen before, or two are actually useful. So example, what's your, what's your favorite? Uh, so I don't really have one, but in the game I just played, I had Chocolate Hills, and so Chocolate nice. Hills is That's really good, good because you can just make a national park pretty much out of those tiles right away. Uh, so that was a uh, that that one's one of my one of my one of my one of my favorites. The the only problem is that you can't upgrade those tiles, but. I like the Fountain of Youth. That's a good one. I think that's I think a that's a too. cool one. Yeah, that's a good one. Wait, so I know I know that you don't like like you're always kind of like uh, wondering about magic and stuff like that. What are your thoughts on the Fountain of Youth even being like in the game? Like, because what? Because like, I I, I I'm I don't like hokey stuff like how vampires and stuff like that. It's a bit hokey. It seems like magic. Um, the thing with the Fountain of Youth though 
is, you know, whether it's the Fountain of Youth or the Holy Grail or anything like that, like it's it is a you're right. It is hokey, um, but it's something that like throughout history, there have been these locations that supposedly will help you with your health and and, and, and what have you. Uh, and we you know, you're a doctor, you know that there is power in the placebo. Right. Um, so things like that, like it, it, like I get it, like I get the fountain and like, but you're right. It is, it is one of the more, just like the Bermuda Triangle, you know, these are the more hokey, magical like when, when you start adding, like, I always wonder if you add like the founder of youth and Bermuda Triangle, like what's, what, what's stopping anyone from just saying, yeah, uh, Atlantis, that's a one, that's an all natural wonder, like Atlantis. Maybe they will. It's, you never know. <laughs> well, but it's like, there's, there are other natural wonders that they haven't done at all, like Niagara Falls. Oh, and right? if you take it over, like, you get a death robot. That would be awesome because the Atlanteans were supposed to be like super ob- advanced. Obviously <laughs> you would get a death robot if you took over Atlantis, like. You know, and and what it would be is because it's in the water. Yeah, but it would be like it could only move like one tile every like five turns or something like that. And it would give or per era, it could only move once. uh, And then and then, of course, it would it would come. But if you're going to go that route, you might as well have, you know, the Kraken from, you know, or uh, just just Stargate. You just find the Stargate. 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 (laughs) Let's do let's do. No, but I mean, there could they they haven't done any waterfalls or anything like that. I I think Niagara Falls should definitely be on there. And that would be one that like would be at first. Maybe it doesn't do anything particularly great. But then later on, it might have like it generates electricity or something like that for a natural wonder. Um, But yeah, they, they chose some they did the last update was magical stuff and family youth is one of them <laughs> cool okay so here are my notes on the new update this is going to be a little bit of a rant but also a little bit of a of a, of a change in mindset of how how you should work amenities Ooh, it is this a rare moy rant yeah, yeah here we go a rare I, love, rant. I love a good moyen me, 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 oh. okay here we go <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me get my my notes up okay I hope that was a really good noise for you guys. <laughs> it was. It, re, it reminded me of the Necronomicon from uh, the, 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 never mind. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Army of the, Army of Darkness. I've seen it. That's I watched it. I, I remember you recommended the flapping, that to me. Yes. The flapping. Oh, God. I watched it. That's the one you movie. You saw it? That's the one movie you recommended to me that I actually watched. Did you like it? I did like it. It was very cheesy, but it was funny and like entertaining. We entertained. got, there's still, there's still hope for us. There's still hope for <laughs> there us, is, Moy. There there's is. still hope. All right. So here we go. I'm going to put this in the camera so you know I'm reading. Here, here they are. My, my patch <laughs> notes, okay? My patch notes. So. I believe you. Uh. As you all know, they've changed the way amenities work. So amenities, uh, minus one to plus two is content, which is just absolutely normal. Uh, plus three to plus five, I think. Uh, plus three to plus five is happy, and then plus five onward is ecstatic. That's not right. Plus three plus three and plus four is happy. Plus five onward is ecstatic. There we go. Yeah. Plus five so out, yeah. You need to get minus one five. is now content. Yeah, you need to get plus five in order to get ecstatic. And it is it is hard. It is really hard to get plus five amenities. So there is a way where you can still do it, but it needs to be a primary focus of your game. Just like how if you want to get a science victory, you need to build a campus in almost every single one of your um, every single one of your cities. Or if you're going for a culture victory, you need to build a lot of theater squares, so on and so forth. So now um, entertainment districts now they did before but now they really help you with a culture victory so entertainment also provides you tourism entertainment complex 
also provides you an adjacency bonus to the theater square now. So if you group cities together and you build multiple entertainment uh, districts next to your theater squares, you can get easily plus four adjacency bonuses to each of your theater squares. Plus, you're getting your amenities from the entertainment complexes. The other things you need to worry about if you're really, really focusing on amenities is you can do religious stuff and you can do policy cards for your amenities. So there's there even the even the. I think it's called the audience chamber uh, government thing. I, I could be wrong with this one, but it's, it's the level one government plaza building that gives you plus one amenity and plus three housing if you have a governor inside of it. I think that's right. I, I think it's audience chamber. Yeah. So you, you kind of need to like combine all of these things and you can get your amenities up. So you have that bonus for sure. And no one else is going to have that bonus. So you're getting that plus uh food and plus production from having an ecstatic city if you're scotland it's even more of a bonus so this is actually who i did it with i did it with scotland uh mainly because i wanted to test if you needed the golf courses um you you didn't but the golf courses definitely helped so you have all of those you can get it it just really helps your uh helps your culture victory is, is what i'm trying to get at um so if you want to go for culture victory now there's 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 three things you got to worry about amenities entertainment complexes which is kind of go hand in hand and then your regular culture so it's just having the changes they all work together but it's just a little more complicated like getting a culture victory is just a little more complicated but you can get it sooner now with these new changes which is what i really like about it so and And, and that they they also like made building a entertainment complex worthwhile by having that synergy with with the because uh, you only need one, right? And then every any adjacent uh, theater square hex it's plus, is going to yeah, get an adjacent. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's to that each. Bonus. It's to each uh, entertainment complex. You can stack right. that. Right. Oh, sorry. It's the other way around. Right. Okay. So that makes because entertainment complex is arguably the worst district ever. Yes. Made. Yes. But now it's a little bit different because of like, if you really want to focus on getting your tourism and your your culture victory that is the way to go now Uh, or like now now amenities is a focus you can't you can't passively just get luxury resources and your cities are happy like no now now they they put a, a focus of like okay these are necessary you need to build these entertainment complexes or water parks in at least a few of your cities to make sure your cities are not going to be unhappy so they made it a requirement rather than a uh, what am I getting at here? Like a luxury, or like 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 oh, I can build an uh, entertainment complex because oh, I have to. Oh, my city is only uh, is at minus four, and I have to build one. No, now it's like now it's like you, you almost almost every city kind of needs needs one just to be content. And and that to me is that's smart gaming, yeah, gamification. I don't that like they they, they there's they say what's not being used. How can we make this worthwhile? Ex- and that's exactly. What they did. Exactly. And so I understand when people are frustrated, like, oh, I hate these changes because they suck. My cities are all unhappy. Yeah, you're unhappy because there's a new style of gameplay now that you're not adapting to. Instead, you're resulting, you're, you're going back to the old ways, the ways that you know, the ways that you learned. This works. It always works. Why doesn't it work anymore? This game sucks. No, 
You're not adapting to the update. If you played a competitive game, if you played League of Legends, or you played Dota, or you played StarCraft, and you played the exact same (laughs) way through every single update, you're no longer going to be good. So it's not the game's fault. They're trying to change the meta. You need to adapt to the meta, okay? And rant. Again, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. yeah, and drop it's, your it's mic. Actually, <laughs> it just it's a good way for in as in, in opposed to changing the AI, which would be a lot of work. These little things are ways to make the game more challenging without overhauling uh, the entire AI. Because we we've talked about how the AI gets predictable and, and stuff like that. Well, little things like modifying amenities and happiness, and now you've got and I've had I've had recent games where I'm like, oh my god, my cities are raging on me. Yeah, they're rioting because they made rioting easier but i believe they lessened the effect of it right so i think now you only they did before, yeah they yeah did. before it, it, it used to be you lost 60 percent yeah you used to lose 60 percent of your productivity now it's only 40 percent but it's easier to reach that um so it was it's very very frustrating and what can actually happen is you go into a recession where your economy becomes zero or like i had this game negative and i was like oh, oh. like i was paralyzed it's like i had like 10 turns in a row where I had a negative economy um, at zero uh, because of how infuriated my citizens were. Uh, and it was really hard to get out of it. And it did add an interesting twist to the game. I think it adds like an extra dimension, right? So mm-hmm. um, before, because before it was easier to keep people at least content. So you can almost pretty much ignore city happiness in some cases. Like it depends on yeah, the situation. Exactly. But yeah. right now you can't. Now in order to maintain production and productivity, you have to actually like watch it, right? And then right. also um, it does... The one thing I thought I wonder what it will do is if it makes uh, it makes it more costly for war, possibly like war weariness will take a harder right. right. War weariness might take a harder toll on you. Um, But civs that don't get it only Macedonia, which is why we thought maybe we should pick Macedonia, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that now it's like something you have to keep an eye on um, and it just adds like another dimension. I think that's pretty cool. And really, it makes sense, right? Like you build cities and you don't build any, no one ever builds any entertainment complexes. Does that make any sense? Like every city has like a stadium or, or something, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Not every city, but clearly the happy city. The only reason to build it is like, I think I can get Coliseum before the computer or the opponent gets it. Coliseum is so valuable now. It's so Sure, it's, it is, it, it, it has always been one of the best wonders in the game and now it is like much more so uh in fact like even even like the artemis one that i mentioned the 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 camp every camp i think it's every camp plantation and whatever gives you an amenity that's a huge one now um very annoying though early game when you don't get archery because of the shuffle (laughs) uh just quickly though before we take community questions too uh the other kind of little dumb chains they made uh now when you use your soothsayers oh yeah uh, it adds to your su- your co2 yeah, yeah. so and and your co2 will give you grievances for your diplomacy yeah. uh now l- luckily it's temporary because uh, like when I, I was like what i'm at minus 12 where'd that come from it went away uh, but now when you use your soothsayers in apocalypse mode you actually add to your co2 level um i don't know if it always did that and i just never noticed i'm pretty sure that's a new thing no, 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 no. That's that's been a thing since yeah. since. Uh, oh, was yeah, it? Ever since pollution yeah, came out, we that never, was a thing. Yeah. we never, we never play apocalypse mode. So uh, the soothsayer, well, suits, okay. Nuke. No, you lose, you, you lose um, diplomatic favor if you if you pollute. 
But yeah, but the soothsayer right. gi- giving pollution is new. Yes. Oh, that's what I mean. Yes. So the soothsayer gives pollution. It, it adds to your CO2 rating. Um, and uh, luckily, though, like it gives you. So today I had like a minus 12 to my diplomatic favor. It went away. Uh, it wasn't permanent. But I was like, holy crap. Like I went from like a plus seven to like a minus 12 because I was using the soothsayer. Yeah, I think that's to help deter even that great bath uh right. exploit it's yeah. like okay you can't do this because you're going to pollute the world like crazy and if you want to pollute the world then that's what you're doing and plus the minus diplomatic favor it's kind of like you know if in the real world there were there were soothsayers and there were people who can create natural wonders and you knew that this country like uh canada like created this natural wonder to go into europe yeah that's a pretty shitty thing to do and i would i would not like the country that did it. So that's kind of like their way of saying, like, whoever creates this natural disaster un- unneededly, you're going to get punished. So, yes, I think that's a good I, I, I like the change and I understand the change. I like that. I like that. It, it also sense. so it also like um, before soothsayers were kind of free. Right. Like like you could just do stuff and without much consequence and no one really knows who did it. It just looks like a natural disaster. Now just there's did. like an added, now there's like an added cost, right? Like it, it you want to keep being a jerk. Okay, fine. Well, having being a jerk is kind of costly and here's the cost. Um, and so I, I think that's why they did it too. Cause I think at some point people were just spamming them, right? Like just spamming soothsayers and just causing natural disasters all over the place, especially in apocalypse mode. Yeah. Um, they so do, I think now they, there's like Van Bradley brings up a good point. They do cost a lot of faith, but there just needs to be more punishment because faith. If you focus on faith, they could it, 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 you can but easily. I think it. they did it though, is because now that the newer additions as well, faith is a lot easier to come by. Very true. Yeah. Very yeah. very right? true. And faith is like a new currency now, right? Like that that people are using, and so um, I think that's the reason why they want the. Maybe it's a balanced thing, saying like kind of foreseeing like okay, now that it's easier to produce a lot of faith, people are going to start spamming these things, and um, just yeah, I think that's why yeah. Maybe. All right, let's take our last break here. And then when we come back, we're going to be taking community questions from the chat as well as we have some prepared just in case uh, from the community as well that we collected from Twitter as well as our Discord. So don't go anywhere because we, us three, as in we, are going to be right back. Welcome back to the Civ Show podcast. We suck so you don't have to. This is the time where we are going to take community questions and answer them for you. They can be completely ridiculous. They can be advice questions. If you need some life advice, hey, we're looking to give life advice. We're, we're three older dudes. Why not? Right. We've been through life. Let's let's go through it. Let's do it, baby. I, I love that Moy thinks himself as an older, an older dude. dude. Hey, right, in, in this Twitch it. community, let's I am an older youngin. I am an older dude. Okay, They're, I love it. Hundred percent. I am twenty six years old, and that is if old. If you're in this old, I'm ancient. You are ancient. That's all that's, I'll say. That's not Obviously. news to anybody. So, what does <laughs> that make me? I got me? these white these white streaks here. Okay. What does that make me then? You're uh, you're oh, middle aged. you're mid agent yeah. <laughs> middle ancient yeah middle ancient. <laughs> so if you have a question in the chat, feel free to post it. We will if we have time at the end, we will get to your question. Uh, let's start with the first question. I'm gonna I'm gonna role play here real, real quick. Okay, I'm gonna role play Vector Cat because this is his question. <laughs> Forgive me. I have fallen deeply in love with Owls of Minerva. I think their being added to the game makes city-states much more important to every win con. So that being said, which leader do you think currently has the most 
powerful synergy with a city state. Owls based play spec. That was a weird wording, but sorry. Matthias, Ditto, Rough Rider Teddy, Tamar, or Coupe, or any of your choice. I have to say, I am still having some post-traumatic stress from when Zoe played Rough Rider Teddy and when we like declared war on him, all 26 city-states like declared <laughs> war on us too. <laughs> that was so, beautiful. That was, I that was beautiful. I do have a yeah, I do have a bias of saying that Rough Rider Teddy is kind of overpowered in that, in that um, um, respect when they get t- paired up with owls. But that that's just me. <laughs> I do. I, I 100% agree with you. That was like when you look at the city state screen and you see, okay, normally, normally, let me paint the picture for you here. I want to Bob Ross this real quick. When you normally look at the city state <laughs> screen, and you, there's like a combo mix of like, this person's a, a suzerain of that, this person's a suzerain of that. There's like a good mixture of everything, okay? And they, they're reasonable. Sometimes they get a little bit ridiculous with like 15 or something like that. Like, wow, that's a lot. Okay, I'm not gonna put points in that. 15, pff, whatever. I'm gonna put this points in this three over here. Then you have Rough Rider Teddy playing the freaking Owls of Minerva. And you look at that city state screen, especially in that game, and you see on literally, I'm not exaggerating, literally every single city state with 30 plus envoys and you have maybe five in your highest one shit changes your thoughts man you don't know what's real anymore it was traumatizing it was terrible i agree with you Nostad. it was rough rider teddy 100 because then you also can get that policy card where you get um gold for every envoy you have and then there you then just based on that you make like all the gold you get all the gold you don't there's no gold left for anyone else just you you get all the gold um and so i don't know i have a high bias when it comes to that that particular relationship in the game um where i'm like nope it's rough rider teddy i don't i, I don't know i need uh, something else needs to happen for me to change my mind on i'm that with one, you so. i'm with you don't worry what are your i'm really I, curious I like, what your thought is though so <laughs> I, I, yeah well obviously uh, rough rider teddy's only weakness is that you can kill the city states um, if you do that, then it'll it'll all fall apart. Um, I like the the choices that uh, Vector. By the way, Vector Cat and I, uh, I think we th- thought that you guys would would think that we would choose like Mali and and Tamar, <laughs> Mali and Georgia as our choices. Um, obviously, that's not where we went. Um, I like that he that he chose uh, Dido in there though as one of the examples. I could actually see even Japan, like anyone who gets a discount on harbors. Um, so that you can build both the the harbor and the, um, the the commercial center. Obviously, Rough Rider Teddy is the best. Uh, I thought Mally did phenomenal with uh, with them. Um, obviously, Mally wants gold, uh, so that's an encouraging thing to be able to do that. I think the Cree have perhaps they 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 might because um, especially like early on, you do short trade routes. Uh, which will end quickly, mm-hmm. right? And you're getting that extra territory. And then every new trade route, you're getting in even more territory. Um, that can be really helpful. Um, so I would put the Cree up there. Um, and uh, I still think Alza Minerva and Canada would be fantastic because you can't just surprise attack them. So that gives their, their caravans a bit of protection. 
Uh, and you know, Canada's just great. Yeah, hey, uh, you're not biased in that in that assessment. Yeah, don't. I don't know how Canada got thrown in there, but okay. <laughs> always, always Canada. Canada's hey, good at you this. You tell Canada's me the good. secret society. I'll tell you how Canada's the best for that who, secret society. Who are you gonna? Who okay. are you gonna blame? You're gonna you're gonna blame, <laughs> blame Canada, Canada, right? Blame, <laughs> blame Canada. Canada. Blame, blame Canada. <laughs> blame Canada. But honestly, the owls are just so versatile. And even if you're going for like like a military state, just the extra gold that you're getting uh, from them. The only one that I'd say like maybe doesn't want them would be maybe Germany. And that's just because <laughs> it's in Germany's best interest to conquer city states. Yeah. Or even like any anyone that really wants to conquer city states. But yeah, Germany especially. But you don't even need them. You don't even need them. Two extra policy cards. Come on. Like that's in the, that's and the more trade wonders. routes in the trade routes. Right. You don't need to trade. trade you don't need to trade. Yeah, the tra- right. Yeah, there's enough. There's enough bonuses for the owls. Yeah, there's enough bonuses for the owls for you to like take them even without the bonus to the city states. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. It's just like a little like little throw it in there. It's like it's like Grand Colombia. They have so much so much going for them that if you take one thing away, they're still really good. It doesn't matter. Yeah. S tier S tier secret society right there. Uh, next question comes from our good buddy Zealous Zam. He asks. Cody. He asks. Which leader would win the Olympic gold medal for table tennis? I am seriously going to have to go with uh, Rough Rider Teddy as well. Really? Are <laughs> you one. serious? Yeah. When mm-hmm. has there ever been an American that was good at ping pong? Huh? Forrest Gump. No, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he can run so a marathon. China was second place there, right? So. Uh, um. Hmm. I don't know, uh, I, I, I'm just saying rough, uh, it's kind of like a history thing. Like Rough Rider, um, uh, Ted, uh, Theodore Roosevelt was very big on, um, um, like outdoorsy, active, uh, lifestyle kind of, but that, that's the reason why I put that behind that. So like everyone that, knows table tennis is as outdoor as you can get. <laughs> it's athletic. It's, hey, 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 it's athletic, man. Like you can't, don't, 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 uh, take, take that. He's, and also there's also like a, uh, a meme that Rough Rider Teddy is like good at everything. Like, like oh. what was said in the chat, like uh, the sharks has said, like he's oh. good at everything. Like no, you just Tamar, choose him no Tamar is the, t- okay. I picked Tamar. Why? Because she never sleeps. She just waits. She waits for you. Okay. The Chuck Norris of table oh, tennis. Yes. It's clearly Persiles <laughs> of the Greeks. Okay. Obviously. Next question. What? Can you, can you give a reason? <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm not going to give you a reason. Okay. Dancing Greeks. Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah, I got nothing. Tomorrow, though, 100%. <laughs> she sets up a wall, and then what are you doing? You're playing against the wall. Guess who wins? 100% of the time. Like, the it, wall. that logic, it should be like the Aztecs because, you know, they played like with heads or something. That's true. If they lost, <laughs> they died. So they, they yeah, have yeah. extra. At least I didn't come out here and say, like, uh, Wilfred Laurier would be good at table tennis or oh, something like that. Get the hell out of here with this Canada crap, okay? <laughs> Little do you know that Wilfred Laurier is a professional table tennis player. Is how he won the election in 1903. <laughs> Tappernack. <laughs> okay, okay. Whoa, Tappernack. whoa, whoa, whoa. Language. This is a G-rated show, folks. Get your <laughs> language set. <gasps> I'm going to bleep that out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. The next question is just as relevant, apparently. <laughs> yeah, super relevant. Super relevant. Okay. This is this comes from Niall Matotal. I hope I didn't mispronounce that name. From Niall Matotal, not counting themselves. 
who knows the most people named Lorenzo? So funny thing about this question or funny thing about our family, actually. So um, in some families in southern Italy, it's your uh, it's family tradition to name your firstborn son um, after your father. So our family decided to be like, we're just going to do that for like everybody. Um, and so there's actually um, like six people in our family named Lorenzo, I think. <laughs> there are. So there is. Uh, Lorenzo Lorenzo here they are both here Renzo Lorenzo our grandfather Uh, my brother's middle name is Lawrence which is the British way of saying Lorenzo okay we'll count it they they come from the same same derivative Um, what other Renzos we got you said six you you give me another one well uh, no no I said no, no. Oh, grandfather. Yeah, they don't yeah. even. Okay. Know, they don't even know their own family. We know There's so many Lorenzos. They can't even count. We know. And so, then I. So and then I. The best, have, the best way I can just describe it is: anyone ever seen the movie Big Fat Greek Wedding? When he was like, "Okay, so that's Nikki, Nico, Nikki, Nikki, Nick, Nico." <laughs> that's basically <laughs> our family. <laughs> Except just like it's versions of Lorenzo, basically. Uh, now I I have actually gone out of my way and on like Facebook I've gotten to know other Lorenzo Somas that are out there because you know there are other Somas. Really? They seek us out, right? Like we seek each you other know, out. <laughs> and even on LinkedIn, so I could probably say nine, nine. but like that I know know like know well I would be like five. Um, yeah, five, and and like that's that's. If if Lawrence counts as Lorenzo, then many more because I know I know I was I was Lawrence for the first like couple months I was uh, after I was born. Lawrence, oh, really? and then yeah. English way uh, of saying Lorenzo. That's the British Lorenzo. I kind of feel like there's possibly an argument between my parents about that, and someone won that argument. Mm. <laughs> probably, probably you, Nick. How many you know, Moy? How many do I know? <laughs> I know you two. I guess two? I do know a Lawrence. I used to work with a Lawrence. And that's literally all I know. I don't even think I was trying to think. I don't even think I know more than five people with any particular name. So like, I don't even know like five Michaels or like, I know, actually, no, I think that's a lie. Uh, there are a lot of Michaels in my school and, and like high school. Okay. I probably know five Michaels. That's as much as I got. I, I, I that's all I got. I, I when I, when I got um, married in my bridal party for my groomsmen, so I had uh, like six groomsmen and there's only two names between them. No way. Yeah. Oh my, um, my, my brother and then I have like, my brother and I had like two other friends named Chris. So they're all named Chris. And then I had three <laughs> friends named Andre. And they were all in my bridal party. So literally it was like just there's Chris, 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 Andre, Andre, Andre. <laughs> Basically my bridal party. <laughs> Yeah, I like the, I like this comment from the chat. That's from Sharksa. Uh, you guys are basically the uh, the international house of Lorenzo's, the I Hall. You guys call you the I Hall. The I Hall. Yeah. Welcome to I Hall. Welcome to I Hall. It's gotta, you know, once we lose the Moy, like we'll feed oh, you. unless Moy legally changes his name. I would never in <laughs> house my of Lorenzo. Life do the that. owls of Lorenzo. Nice. The owls of Lorenzo. I like that. The owls of Lorenzo. Hmm. You guys make me sick. Do you want to do another question? One more? We'll do one, we'll do like one, one more, last one. One more. Make it a good one, though. Make it a good one. Make it a good one. Make it a good one, he says. Okay. What is the worst way to lose the game? 
I got this one, guys. The worst way to lose the game is to moy. It's the worst way to lose the game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know when you're playing a game that goes to score and uh, you get like five <laughs> or six wonders taken from you um, within like two <laughs> turns of being built? Game. Every game. That's Whoa. a pretty bad way to lose too, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a sad reality. It's a sad, okay, but seriously though, um, the way that I hate losing the game the most is to religious victory. Really? Um, what? Yeah, because I find religious victory, it can sneak up on you, and there are times where you're powerless to stop it. Um, when are you so, ever powerless? To, if you're powerless if to you're stop Canada, a religious victory, if you're oh, Canada, you might be well, powerless you have to, to deni- stop it. Once once it happened, you got to denounce um, it. Now, now the funny thing is, I like I've played uh, civs like Sweden where they don't go. Sweden generally shouldn't go for religion. Like if you get religion as Sweden, you know, you you either the computer, the really? opponent's doing something wrong. No, Why? there's almost no reason. There's no. Okay, I'll I'll that'll be a future fight. Okay, but I don't think. I, but I, what I like about it is you allow everyone else to have your territory as a battleground. So the Congo, religion. you're basically being a Congo 2.0. As there are certain civs that do not need religion. It doesn't. You're not going to bother wasting time on a holy site. Um, you're not going to be caring about faith. I think Sweden's one of those civs. They don't need faith. Um, if you're wasting time on faith, that is that is something that could have been a campus or better. Um, so, but religion. Um, it's a bold strategy. Is, is annoying. <laughs> Yeah, it's annoying to lose. See if it works out for you. I don't know if you'll. I kind of think Sweden, like losing but... a. I think losing a diplomatic. Yeah, it kind of sucks, right? Like that. But that, you see that, that coming. Kinda... You see that coming. Like you can. I don't know. Which is why it sucks when you unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You, like religion, at least you can you can do things to get rid of the religion. Diplomatic, you know, other than the one that lowers it by two, you know, you see it coming. You know, it's it's accumulating. Uh, those that are achieving diplomatic victory are not going for conquest. So the greatest way to go about that is to conquer them. Problem with religious victory, you can conquer somebody and then lose because now that civil, because that civilization has been removed from play. Now the person with the, and and I've had the games like this where I will conquer somebody's city, civ city, and then I lose to a religious victory because now that they're removed from the game, over 50% of the population of civilizations that are in the game are that faith. Oh, that's um, funny. That's why you got yeah, so That's why you got to take, take them over except for one city. You got to take them over for like half their cities or something. Sure. Yeah. In hindsight, I shouldn't have conquered that capital. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, especially in a, in a smaller game. It's a little harder, obviously, in a, in a larger game. Um, but also, we all know like if you're playing the computer... They have insane amount of faith. I know this is kind of off topic. I always wonder if they're going to like maybe try to add in like an economic victory of some kind. Yeah, there's rumors. There's rumors uh, that I mean, the community wants it. But how would you define an economic victory? Would it be an accumulation of your cumulative total gold? Or is it have just have uh, one million in your stockpile at one given moment and that's how you, you would, win? I, I, how I would do it if I was Civ developers watching tuning in the Civ show and obviously they're smart because they are, you know, because we've given some good comments and then they turn them into things, you know, uh, Diplomatic Center was an example. Uh, anyways, um, 
I what I would say is there are um, projects that can be purchased, but the purchase amount is like ten thousand gold. Mm. So you have to get up to that point. Uh, I don't think it should be like Civ Revolution. Uh, In Civ Revolution, you had to get to like because I played all versions of Civ, my friends, from Civ One forward, Uh, even Colonization. Uh, Civ Revolution, though, you just had to accumulate. 10,000 gold. This may not be like a Civ 6 thing, but like it would be cool if they added like another aspect of the game, like corporations. And that was playing into the economic victory. Yeah. If they, well, if they, if they do do corporations, but (laughs) my fear with corporations was that in Civ 4, they were just a twist on religion, basically. Like you're saying now you have, and I, I don't like that connotation personally. It's not, you know, although I can tell you that like, we know from like neuroscience that like when your brain looks at a Nike symbol, the same part of the brain that activates when like a Christian looks at a cross, like it's the same part of the brain that goes off. Really? Uh, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, that aside, I don't like the, uh, the, the, the comparison. Uh, but yes, I could see that. But yeah, I would rather see your buying ticket items. It's like you have to get seven of these and each one of them gets more expensive so yeah, I like and then because like you have that. to remember, with all victory conditions, there has to be a way to stop it. And there, but even there's, a, there's a progress meter of like like oh there'd there's be a progress as you go. So you have to buy two. this, and then you buy yeah. this, and then you buy this. Um, you know, because really, what what you're talking about with an economic victory, in in my opinion, isn't just uh, accumulating money. It is essentially getting the population to surrender to the economic system and just be like, okay, we give in to the economic even as sad as that is like if you look at all the different ways to win civ you know they're all basically oh well let's give into a world government uh yeah it's one faith unites the world there's only one empire that controls the world it's one empire that gets to the next uh star system they win okay um so i'd want to see something almost like you coerce people to be like you know let's have one economy so hear me out on this one so let's say that like you have it's similar to a spaceport you can build a i know this is a building in the economic hub but you build a stock exchange so now right. like your your like you know how there's like the tsx for, for the toronto stock exchange or the, the ny uh se the new york stock exchange but there's even like the japan one and the chinese one so like that's that exists there are like uniquely nationwide stock exchanges right so like you build a stock exchange great so now let's say that your civilization has a bond price and there are certain certain ways that you can make your bond price go up by maybe establishing new trade routes having a trade route with each civilization or buying your stock price maybe if that would be one of them you know be really cool is how if the game measured how much you dominate international trade by how many people want to right. trade with that's, you because when, when, Moy was, when Moy was saying that that's sort of what i was thinking too uh or like that that like yeah your currency becomes the number one currency you know that might be a way to do i like i honestly before we see civ 7 nystagmus i would love if they added economic victory it's been an it has been a victory condition in past games and currency would probably be a, a cool way to do it uh, or even if it was the stock exchange got so big that you had a world stock exchange, mm-hmm. you know, um, that could be that could be an interesting uh, aspect as well. It just has to be distinctly different from like science victory. What you're really saying with science victory is a production victory. 
right? Yeah. That's what it comes yeah, down base, to. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's production victory. Um, so there are countermeasures to that. Um, you can you can use sabotage and conquer cities and or just build, you know, build better. Um, so that's that's always the thing is how would you countermeasure the economic victory? But like what was just described, that sounds like a great way to do it. I have stock exchange. You have a stock exchange. We're vying. Call that what you want. I just hope they don't do like the Civ Four corporations was neat, but Nystagmus, I think you'd agree that like corporations essentially were religions, religions, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's uh, wrap up here. Um, if you guys want to follow us on any social media, we're on all of them. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify. Hopefully, you're listening to this on Spotify right now. Follow us all social medias at the Civ Show. If you're looking for the more intimate connection, uh, join us on our Discord. Our Discord community is growing, um, and it is actually just a thrilling, awesome, engaging community. Uh, lots of fantastic Civ fans out there, and uh, we always have uh, great conversations week to week. I always love uh, looking after like a day of being out of it and having to catch up on 112 messages. Um, but... Um, Join us on our Discord. It's uh, one of the best ways to interact with uh, the hosts and this amazing community uh, that has come around uh, this this show of ours. And always, uh, you can check out also our YouTube channel where other content is being created. So, uh, like I said, if people may know, I make a, a a video series called Better Know a Leader. I've already done two, so I've done Wilfred Laurier and Coupe. Check it out. Um, the next one is going to be coming out in the next few days. I'm doing Robert the Bruce of Scotland yes. um, uh, for that one, which is very I I, I like uh, how it's coming together. So I'm far, excited so. how I'm you've excited. described it. I, yeah. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it sounds great. Uh, and so that that's how uh, uh, the next video is coming on. Uh, also, um, the other creators, the host of the Civ Show, make videos on YouTube. Uh, Moy does one as well. In fact, he has the second most popular video on our YouTube channel right now when he t- compares humankind <laughs> to great. civilization. So it's check great. it out. It's a really good video. I like it a lot. I might make a video one day. We'll see. <laughs> I, I'm so excited for Sunday. Uh, when me and Vector Cat stomp over your smoked corpses and smile down at you and say, good game, uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, I, this would be great. I was going to, I got nothing. I was going to say like, yeah, I'll smoking. see you in hell, but like, then you're looking down on us. Like, you're smoking. Work. and Yeah, it yeah. works. Win it or works. lose, my team will have fun. Ah, oh, right. damn you, just take this on. <laughs> My new nemesis, Ruby. So, uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to read this in Vector Cat's voice because he wanted me to. Uh, okay. We will see you guys in the next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all later. Okay. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>